Welcome back to another episode of the Yep Boat Podcast, and today I have an exciting guest with me, and that is none other than Songbird, or aka Cora. Uh, hello, Cora. Hey, Ben, how you doing? Uh, I'm doing okay. How about yourself? I'm doing well. It's the the day after Chris or a day that day after Thanksgiving. Excuse me, Christmas, in, uh, the U.S. So no, not Christmas just yet. I'm getting very ahead <laughs> of myself. Um, but yeah, so I've uh, been off for the last couple of days, which is nice, but. Uh, still always am down to talk about hearthstone so right, excited to be here thank you for taking time off on your free day as well uh and for those of you who don't know cora somehow uh so cora if you like quickly want to introduce yourself and what exactly you do for hearthstone yeah of course uh my name is cora georgiou i am a game designer on the hearthstone team um i spent about four years prior to joining the hearthstone team as a professional commentator and host for hearthstone esports um, and then back in October 2019, I joined on to the final design team uh, for Team 5, which is primarily balanced design. Um, spent a number of months there, moved over to initial design to work on actually uh, Forged in the Barrens. Um, and uh, right after that, I was uh, I spent about four months working on Battlegrounds, actually, which is why I'm here today. Um, so I, I was about half of the team that made the Elementals minion type um, for Battlegrounds. And now I'm back working on uh, Hearthstone expansions, which is not super relevant for um, your listener base, but uh, I'm proud of it. So I'll brag about it still. <laughs> <laughs> That's totally fine. Uh, so what is probably the most fun thing about like switching into a Hearthstone dev? Because yeah, you were very active in the community even before you like joined Hearthstone um, as mm -hmm. a designer. So yeah. how's that? It's been really good for the most part. Um, obviously, there's like uh, you know some things going on um, mm -hmm. that I I don't want to talk about, but you know it's it's not like we can uh, pretend it's not happening. Um, there are things that make the job difficult um internally and externally but i love the work i love the teams that i get to work with the the devs are really wonderful um and just getting to make hearthstone cards all day long man it's really fun um it's not something that i ever knew that i wanted to do you know i have a broadcast degree um i don't have a game design background but i was very competitive um, well, I guess I'm a very competitive person. I wasn't very competitive when it came to Hearthstone. There were just players who were leaps and bounds better than me, but I tried really hard. Um, and that sort of was able to help me get my foot in the door, uh, as balanced design. Um, and I was able to branch out to, to more creative work from there with, uh, initial design and, and the Battlegrounds teams. Um, yeah, you know, being able to make cards that you then get to see players be super excited about is always really great. We've got the fractured and all track Valley reveal season. We actually just, uh, just revealed all of the cards a couple days ago. Um, and that's a set that I worked on. So, uh, you know, every time somebody tweets about a card or I see a new card pop up on Reddit, I'm like, I know that one, or I worked <laughs> on that one. And it's just really cool. I've also always dreamed about like, what would it be like to design cards and to design a set? So, uh, it yep. is hard. <laughs> it is, is stupid it? hard. Is it that hard? Nobody, yeah, I mean, you just don't think about how much goes into it, or at least I didn't think about how much goes into it um, when I was you know, just a member of the community. So how much uh, does go into it? So freaking much. Um, it just all different disciplines and all different um, areas of expertise that need to come together to, to make this machine work. 
Um, and I'm sure we'll get into talking about, you know, some of that in regards to Battlegrounds later today, but it, it really is a very involved process. Um, and, you know, we, we get comments like, oh, small indie company, things take so long. It's like, yeah, it kind of sucks sometimes. Things do take <laughs> take a really long time. Um, but it's still really rewarding. Um, yeah. And I think there's always ways that we can be improving. Um, but, yeah. Okay, yeah. It's Sounds just a very good. different world from what I imagined. Yeah. So you said you're not really working on BGs anymore right now, but still, how excited are you about BG's future? Because I've heard about a lot of stuff happening and like things improving and changing. So yeah. What yeah, is, uh... absolutely. So I'm I'm a, a huge Battlegrounds fan. Um, I didn't play auto battlers before Battlegrounds, actually. I never played Dota Underlords. I never played um, TGT. Uh, but... I have about 2,000 hours logged in Battlegrounds on my main account, which is, yeah. you know, pennies compared to what the, the really engaged That's players and streamers have, I know. Um, but, I, you know, it's still a fair amount of time. Um, so I love Battlegrounds. I play every day. Um, and, yeah, I was, I was telling you a little bit earlier um, about how the just the development process and the um, plans for Battlegrounds have grown so significantly. You know, I joined the team um, back right before Battlegrounds was actually announced um, at BlizzCon in 2019. And it was a very small team at that point. Um, and sort of just this uh, really wonderful idea that Connor Koo had, um, which was originally imagined as a tavern brawl. And, uh, you know, everybody rallied behind him from what I've heard to um, get it up and running in something silly like six months, which is insane, That's insane um, yeah. for our production. That's so fast. Um, and it's just been an absolute smash hit, um, which we're so, so happy about because it's so much fun to design for, actually. Um, and there's so much open design space, but it's sort of, you know, for the last couple of years has been, uh, okay, so we have this um, awesome core gameplay loop that people really enjoy, uh, and it's got great legs to stand on by itself, but it's also under the umbrella of, you know, Hearthstone as a whole which is really wonderful because it gives us this built-in player base and it gives us this world to design in, which is super useful. Um, but, you know, where do we go from there, essentially? You know, we started mm -hmm. um, just, you know, with the base game and then we released pirates and, and dragons. And um, at that point, it's like, okay, we can, you know, we can release new minion types every major expansion patch forever. But is that really sustainable? Is that what's best for the game? And um, you know, we branched out into systems design with things like Darkmoon Prizes. Um, so sort of we've been uh, just figuring out what's the what's the best experience to bring to our players? What's the best way to design for this game mode? How do we expand upon this awesome gameplay loop that we have, um, but keep it engaging and interesting and, and fresh, um, you know, every four months when we do uh, a new major patch? Um, and I think we're getting to a really good place now, actually, where we found a good balance between minion type patches, um, minion refresh patches, which I think has been really pretty successful, um, systems patches like Darkmoon Prizes, things like that. Um, and we're sort of finding time to do some nice quality of life things like the uh, armor, um, hero armor patch that we actually just put in. Yeah, it's um, been great. So... Yeah, yeah, it's I guess and when it, you... it's just getting better from there, I guess. We mm -hmm. we've got a lot in the works that we're really excited about. I guess no one expected it to blow up as much as it did, right? Uh, like hearing one guy worked on it for for half a year, that's it. And then seeing where it is today, I think uh, no one could have expected or seen that coming. 
Yeah, that's that's sort of. And again, I I joined when pretty much they were just putting the the finishing touches on it. It was being announced, um, so I didn't get to see the you know actual development process of it from start to finish. But that's that's from what I hear. Um, and you know, I, I worked very closely with Connor for the Elementals minion type patch, and uh, he's just he's just brilliant. He was super passionate, um, and you know, with the help of you know, Mike Denae. Um, who was uh, also very, very pivotal in, you know, getting Battlegrounds up and running and the initial development of it. Um, I think it was just sort of the the right place at the right time kind of deal. Um, and we got very lucky, but we've had a blast being able to um, continue developing on that foundation that they built. Yeah, I'm definitely happy and uh, th that it exists now. Um, anyway, now let's go into the juicy stuff. The question that a lot right. of people have on their mind, I guess. And that is at least a question that I've always had on my mind because I've, I, I talk a lot about cards every like batch I review and try to rate stuff. And I guess the biggest question I've always had is what is the general like design philosophy and balance philosophy? Like what goes into making a card? Is What decisions is it based on? How do you buff and nerf stuff? So basically, what yeah, what is it like or how is the design process? Um, how does it work? Yeah, that's a really good question. Um, and I, I'll use, I guess, elementals as a general framework because that's what I have the most um, in-depth knowledge of as far as the design process. Um, and hopefully most people will be familiar with the minion type. Um, it really comes down to a couple different things. And I think that the Battlegrounds design process is actually quite a bit different from the standard Hearthstone card design process. Um, you know, with standard Hearthstone sets, we're making 135 cards. We need to make you know, between 10 to 20 different archetypes for 10 different classes. And um, we're catering to so many different gameplay experiences that it's just a much wider um, design process. For Battlegrounds, uh, obviously, you know, a brand new minion type, I guess, is going to be much less cards than a, a standard Hearthstone expansion. Um, but we still want to make sure that we have those different gameplay experiences within a new minion type. Um, so for elementals, you know, for example, obviously they look very different now than they did when they were first released. But just going into it, um, some of the ideas that we had were, okay, how do we take elementals in standard Hearthstone and bring the spirit of them into Battlegrounds? Um, and essentially, elementals in standard Hearthstone care about you having played other elementals. So at a very, very baseline, we said, okay, elementals could care about you playing elementals. And that sounds so simple, <laughs> mm -hmm. but it, we were able to build off of that, right? And we were able to say, okay, so I, yeah, like I'm going to play elementals, right? But what if I play a lot of elementals? And then how do I design cards to make it so that I can play a lot of elementals or so that I... Um, I'm able to grow my board by playing a lot of elementals. And that's how cards like Selemental come into play. You know, it's it's two elementals in one. I can play two elementals from a one drop. That's awesome because then that works with cards like um, Party Elemental and Molten Rock that we developed sort of in tandem to be um, this one-two punch that you get on tier two that really uh, let you hit the ground running into the minion type. Um, and it's very important for us to have those sort of tent poles in the ground that are, these are the minions that you are shooting for because they define the way you're going to essentially play the game. Um, cards like Chef Nomi, for instance. Cards like now um, Lightspawn. 
that are just very um, powerful build around pieces that you can shoot for and that you can then build the rest of your, your game plan around. Um, so we, we have to have those first and foremost because it allows us to build the support pieces around them. Cards more like Tavern Tempest, um, which is really uh, one of those support pieces. Um, Stasis Elemental would be another one. Um, yeah, so if, if, say, the two ways you can play Elementals at launch are, you know, you can play Chef Nomi Elementals, but you need to go uh, to Tier 5 for that. Um, so you're going to have to push a little bit harder and get that piece uh, you know, very early on to then build your comp around, or you can play down a little bit, you can get party elemental and molten rock, um, and you can try to build up your comp through those couple of power pieces. Obviously, we've seen, uh, you know, over time, Chef Nomi and, and Light Spawn are, are much more successful ways of building a composition rather than um, building from the ground up and, and starting with a board that you're then going to build up. Um, but again, that's just things that we sort of learned over time. Um, but yeah, I think it's really important to identify these are our goals. This is the way we think that these are, you know, the different ways that we think players could have success playing with this minion type. These are going to be sort of those um, uh, pieces that you're going to want to shoot for because they firmly get you into that minion type. Um, and then these are the ways that we're going to support those pieces, essentially. So it's not actually that complex i suppose when you break it down it's it's pretty clear and concise goals that we have set for ourselves um but then you know you have to make the 20 plus cards that go along with it um and figure out how to mm -hmm. to balance everything to fit in with the rest of the established minion types and um you know then you have to think well how does this work with menagerie how does this work in a game where these minion types are removed how does this work when you introduce dark when you introduce darkman prizes it's it's these different sort of moving pieces that um a lot of the time just you know rely on us being able to um evolve our design plans going forward or make changes that's where balance patches often come in but yeah i, su I suppose at a, a very high level that's that's really what we're thinking how okay. do we make things fun for people how do we <laughs> let them build the fun build and do the fun thing do the fun thing i like that and when it comes to like buffs and nerfs is there any specific like statistics you look at or anything that is really gonna draw your eyes to okay this needs probably some tweaking and changes in that regard yeah we have um internal data that we often reference um when we're making balance changes i think um certainly player feedback and you know our own personal anecdotes from various levels of play are important um and, and we kind of have to balance um you know say reno is not terribly powerful in any given meta this is just a hypothetical mm -hmm. um say, say if reno is not very powerful in any given meta but the anecdotes from players are that he's really fun and his pick rate is super super high uh, because just players love to play him so is that a situation where we maybe make him more powerful because he's not got a super high win rate or is that something where we don't need to address it because players really enjoy it already there's a lot that we have to consider um and it's it's not just as easy as this character is weak make this character stronger or this character is too strong make this character weaker in a lot of cases it can be um but yeah there, there's different things that we value um but primarily data and and player anecdotes and and uh, personal experiences i think are 
the big ones. Um, And then, yeah, it's, it's tough to say that we have a specific philosophy when it comes to balancing battlegrounds. I know with standard Hearthstone in the past several years, we've become much more proactive about balancing for the live environment. I think in battlegrounds, we also want to be pretty proactive. Um, We make changes there. I would, I would say fairly frequently. Um, But yeah, it is important to us that we don't overreact. Um, I think, uh, something that, you know, I'm sure we'll probably talk about, but I, I think Diablo, um, yep. uh, we may have overreacted slightly there. Um, and that's something that we do often try to avoid. Um, but for reasons, which I'm, I'm sure we'll get into, I think, I think we overcompensated there okay. um, a fair bit and we're sort of, you know, in a position now where we're figuring out how to react again. Um, Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, sometimes we get it right. I think a lot of the time we get it right, um, and sometimes we get it wrong. And yeah, that's, that's part of the process, right? Yeah, we're figuring it out. <laughs> uh, then I also have like a question, which is more for the diehard, like grindy player base, and that mm-hmm. is more about like MMR. So we do get like seasonal resets. I guess one question that I've heard thrown around is, uh, what about a hard internal MMR reset? Is that ever something that crosses um, the mind of the team? Because we only have like a visual one and there's been a redistribution lately where like people's hidden memories like mm-hmm. shifted a bit. And I've also seen tweets, I think, about uh, visualizing uh, rankings, like, for example, your friend list. You can see your friends uh, MMR rankings and maybe a different ranking system. Like, is there anything going on with MMR system or is it just going to continue going on like it is right now for the time being? I don't have a ton of information here. I know at times we have discussed hard resets internally um i for for reasons i'm assuming we have chosen not to do it up until this point um Mm -hmm. i know we are we're always discussing you know if there are better ways that we could do something right and i think there are definitely better ways that we can that we can uh display rating that we can establish rating i think for a while we were like rating was quite inflated um, and that was something that we have intentionally uh, tried to to not happen again. Um, but as far as as MMR resets, more frequent MMR resets, I don't I don't have a ton of concrete information. Um, there's definitely things that we are working on. I think visualizing your battlegrounds rating like on your friends list is something that we would really love to do. Um, just because not everybody plays standard or wild Hearthstone to have that be the thing that they want to display to their friends. Um, I, I certainly think that players would probably like to brag about their Battlegrounds ratings when they go to buddy up with a friend and play a game or play lobbies at a yeah. tournament. I'm always bros um, 20. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's that's definitely something that we want to do. Um, I don't know if we have a timeline for it, but we want to do that. Mm-hmm. Uh, as far as other hard resets, I... There are people that I could put you in in touch with if you have those questions. Um, I unfortunately am not the best contact to give you those answers. Okay, yeah, I just remember there was a lot of MMR debates uh, debates like a while ago, especially mm-hmm. since there were like exploit problems that have have been fixed by now. Uh, and yeah, those yeah, have yeah, also for been sure. reset, but those definitely messed a bit with like hidden MMR and concerns and things like that. So I thought it was a very interesting question still to bring up, just in case there was any info to be given. 
Um, and also you touched Diablo, so I guess uh, I'll, I'll touch him now as well, just quickly. Uh, clearly, you know, I feel like I, I gotta bring it up. The community has a bit critical since the latest buffs. Uh, and I was wondering what the initial view is from the team on the situation. Uh, yeah, on the situation. Since it's just an event, it's not staying around. Like, um, yeah, what's, what's your point mm -hmm. of view? Yeah, so I can give some background actually on Diablo. Um... I, I still playtest with the Battlegrounds team. We playtest every Friday. Um, other members of the team playtest twice a week. Um, I, you know, we, we get together as often as we can to playtest as a group and, and to give feedback on new heroes, new systems, new minion types, whatever we may be working on at the time. Um, and Diablo was always intended to be this uh, really awesome promotional um, event that, you know, obviously we put Diablo in mercenaries and we put diablo in duels um and, and d2 resurrected came out and it was uh we were really excited to work on it because like selfishly i really love diablo <laughs> i played so much diablo 3 um i plan on playing a lot of diablo 4 it's just I, I really enjoy the ip um so it was really cool to be able for the first time to like branch out into characters that weren't wow specific characters or you know hearthstone specific characters for, for hearthstone um and when we started working on diablo the general high level idea for him was just how do we make Diablo this character that, you know, you go up against them in a lobby and you're afraid to face them? How do we make them feel like a, a raid boss encounter kind of deal? Um, and it turns out that was really hard to do. <laughs> um, we had a bunch of different ideas as to like, how do we represent this? You know, does... Uh, the idea of, like, all players facing Diablo at the same time seems pretty cool, but, like, does Diablo, like, at, at first, I think the idea is where Diablo is not a player character. He's a, like, um, NPC character that, like, you face their board separately from the other seven players in your lobby at some point. Like, all eight players go up against him, um, and he's got, like, this horde of demons um that are super awesome and if if the lobby wins then you get rewarded or, or something along those lines like that 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 like obviously didn't come to pass but that was just like very early like wouldn't this be cool if basically ideas um and then of course you know we, we ended up having to come back down to earth and think okay yeah but how can we actually like represent this in battlegrounds um and a hero made sense and I do think that because the event was initially intended to only be for two weeks, I believe it was, um, that we were okay with being ambitious. Um, and this is something, obviously, that we haven't done anything of this nature before, anything of this level before. Like, we've done um, systems for, you know, limited time events like Dark Moon Prizes, but we haven't done a limited time hero event like this with a hero that is... Um, you know, only going to be in for so long. So you want people to play it. You want it to be really cool. Um, and I think there's sort of a lot of factors that have come together to kind of get us to where we are right now, um, which was one, the initial Diablo was pretty weak. Um, the treasures being temporary was sort of a necessity. We had tested internally with treasures that were, um, you know, permanent buffs and it just scaled so quickly. Um, and it, it made it really, really difficult for us to balance Diablo. So the temporary scaling treasures made sense for those reasons. And um, I know at one point in time we had tested, you know, different ways to actually get the treasures, um, whether it be 
I think at one point in time, it was just like, does Diablo win or does Diablo lose? And if he loses, you get the treasure. If he wins, he gets the treasure. Um, and uh, I, I, then we had the idea, actually, it was um, uh, a treasure goblin originally was the one that was going to give out the loot. Ooh. And then we had, we pivoted away eventually from treasure goblin over to, to it being a version of Diablo itself. Um, and yeah the, the the loot was somewhat weak in the beginning the version of diablo itself having the stats sort of helps him feel like um a little bit more powerful than he should be at that point in time but it all just came together to be something that was a little bit weak on ship and for something that was only a two-week event we really wanted to have it be impactful which is why we like you know guarantee diablo is always going to be in the lobby essentially if somebody wants to pick him he's always offered um and we what we balanced at first by increasing the stats of the Diablo death rattle minion on board. And then we balanced again with um, increasing the stats of the loot. But those two balance patches were quite close together. Um, and I think what ended up happening was so we had the plan in place, I want to say, to buff the loot. Um, but we also had the option if we wanted it to do a quick patch and put in the stat buffs to uh, the Diablo death rattle minion as well. Um, and so we sort of said, you know what? It's a short period of time. Um, we can do the stat buffs now and we still have the plan in place and the patch in place to do the treasure buffs as well. Um, and they're just, they're just, when we're working with such a limited scope of time, for the character in the game, we don't have a lot of time to gather data to react appropriately to the data. And I think that's, um, you know, it's something that we get feedback on a lot of the time. Uh, you know, why don't you react sooner? Um, why, you know, are, why don't, just why doesn't balance happen faster, essentially? And, and I have more of a frame of reference for Standard Hearthstone than Battlegrounds, obviously. But, you know, in Standard Hearthstone, we have patch dates set. Whenever we release a mini set or an expansion, we have specific dates set to be able to make changes. Um, because we, we know, you know, when we ship new content, um, and this, this is for Battlegrounds as well, when we ship new content, we're going to want to make changes within usually a week or two. Um, sometimes for certain things, we can react quicker. Sometimes things take longer. And, and, and a lot of the time it is a matter of, you know, data collection to be able to react appropriately to make the necessary changes, but to also not overreact or underreact. Um, and I think, yeah, this, there was, there was a bit of a time crunch here, um, which sort of has put us in the, you know, where we are now on the live environment, which is Diablo is very powerful. Um, and, I almost think that Diablo being very powerful is okay. I think Diablo being very powerful and being in every lobby is, and you can correct me if I'm wrong, a lot of what players are are concerned about right now. Mm -hmm. Yeah, kind of. Just that like some lobbies are kind of out of your control, I guess. Yeah. A lot of people, a lot of top players just getting eighth place and they feel like they didn't really have a say in the game or they weren't able to counter Diablo properly. I guess that's just yeah, the power difference, like you mentioned. Yeah, yeah and I think... So you can look at this from a lot of different ways, right? Like from a designer perspective, I think in a lot of ways, Diablo is successful. Um, I think he objectively is powerful. I think players are, you know, they feel that fear when they're going up against him. They're like, For oh, sure, geez, yeah. it's, the, it's the Diablo turn. Like, you know, we certainly, mm -hmm. you know, we did that. Um, uh, I don't think you necessarily get the, the camaraderie of the lobby all going up against Diablo because at the end of the day, in Battlegrounds, you're really only looking out for yourself. 
um, and, and you want to beat the other seven players and not just Diablo. Um, so I do think there's, you know, there's a, a some difficulty translating that necessarily. I think yeah. we're we're not a hundred percent there. Um, but I think like design wise, did we did we make a character that is cool? Yeah, I think he's cool. I think he's really cool. And I think if you're playing Diablo, you're probably having a great time. Um, but yeah, I think I think we're we're over a little bit right now. And I do think it's important to it's important for us to keep in mind at least um, that we are we have to balance for different levels of play, which can be difficult at times. I know like, um, for instance, Jandis Barov is very consistently powerful is like one of, one of the best player, uh, one of the best heroes at the really high levels of play, like mm-hmm. 8k and above. Um, she's very high pick rate and very high, uh, placement rate just because she's very powerful. If you know what to do with her. Um, but at the lower ranks, she's not nearly as good. Um, whereas, uh, you know, I think Diablo is sort of a similar situation, not as good at lower ranks, very, very, very good. If you're a very good player, which is of course your frame of reference. Um, and yeah, you know, we've, I see, you know, some conversation around like, um, and I think this is totally, totally reasonable feedback and criticism about devs being disconnected or devs having different viewpoints from the players at you know the 10k 11k 12k plus um streamer and player community and yeah i think that's fair um we do have players on the team who are at that echelon of play um and we very very much try to get their feedback and their input players like board control um my brother sage actually uh one of our other uh initial design team members alex is very good. Chalky, obviously, it just doesn't play much, but Chalky's just good at everything, which is super <laughs> frustrating. Um, so we, we have high-level players on the team, um, but we also have more middling-level players and, and players who can um, accurately represent the play experience of, uh, honestly, what is a large, larger amount of the player base than, than are the ones that are 10K and above. Yeah. Um, so constantly trying to find that that balance point to, to make everybody happy can be really, can be really hard. Um, That's definitely what I, I thought as well. Yeah. Like hitting yeah. the sweet spot for all players seems almost impossible since there's a, a massive difference between like the top 1% and then like the majority of players. Um, yeah. But, and yeah. it's not that like we, honestly, I think we hear the voices of the high level players more often just because they're the ones who are more engaged, right? They're the ones yeah. who are playing, you know, six plus hours a day, five days a week, they're the ones who play for a job. Um, So obviously they're going to be the most invested players because this is, you know, their career in a lot of cases, or or this is just their hobby and this is what they love to do for fun. Um, And I think honestly, those are the voices that we, that we hear most often because they can be very loud. Um, And it's, it's not that we don't take them into account. Um, I think we actually maybe, overly take them into account sometimes but yeah just trying to to balance between all of the different levels of play internally um is a challenge and it's it's definitely something that uh we we continue to work on and that we continue to improve on and and obviously you know as as certain uh, current circumstances can uh be an example there are things that we need to improve upon um but i do think that for what it's worth I'm really personally happy that we're taking risks like this and that we are, you know, 
designing heroes or events or characters that are different from just, well, we did quill bores, let's do trolls, let's do Murlocs 2.0. You know, I, I think it is cool that we're doing different things. Mm -hmm. yeah, um, sure. And they're not all going to land. But uh, yeah, I I definitely personally am, am seeing a lot of the conversation right now. And um, it can be disheartening at times. You know, we don't we don't want players to not enjoy playing the game. That's literally yeah. all we want. Like all we're trying to do is, is just to make a game that players can have fun playing. Um, so yeah, I don't have any information on, um, you know, timing when things will change. I don't actually know the exact date we're planning on removing Diablo. Um, yeah, I don't know either. But, I don't think it was in the patch notes. Or maybe I it was, and I, I just overlooked know. it. Could be the case. I know there is one. I don't know what it is. Um, soon, TM. Soon yeah, it's TM. still it's Perfect. still it's still planned to be a temporary event. Um, he is not going to be in the game that much longer. Um, but yeah, I I I I am. Yeah, that's <laughs> it's tough. Okay. And it, it it sucks especially because like, you know. I come from the player community and I, I was one of those people who was like, how can you put this in the game? How can you just let this be here for so long? Yeah, like I guess a lot of people actively making yeah. experiences worse. Like, and it sucks to watch. A lot of people it probably really just does. don't understand indeed what goes on behind the scenes exactly behind all of these changes. And I guess that's why this, this uh, I'm so excited to talk about all of this stuff. So yeah, thank you for that insight. That was a yeah. lot of uh, great info and good oh, things and to I, hear. I, I appreciate you wanting to to hear about it. And it, it's not something that, like, honestly, in a perfect world, nobody has to know what goes on behind the scenes because the live environment is perfect and awesome and they're having fun all the time and we can perfect just pretend world. like it's all magic. Like, mm -hmm. yeah, I think uh, certainly we've had, you know, a lot of really wonderful things in Battlegrounds in recent times and, and we have more coming and hopefully Battle or, uh, Diablo will not ruin many more games okay um, i did kill three people with him in a lobby yesterday oh, and it i've felt, had it people felt yeah. a little gross kill, kill gross. six people at once so uh gotta step up your game <laughs> I, I mean well psh, okay like eight, 9k i'm not that good okay 9K is up there. that much for me Anyway, let's move on from Diablo before uh, things right. get too heated. Anyway, the armor system, I really want to talk about that as well, because I think it's like the big change that's here to stay, right? The armor system? Uh, so I think we didn't say 100% if it was going to be a temporary event yeah. or not. I think our I philosophy think... on it was sort of, let's put it in and see if people like it and see where we want to go from there kind okay. of but it does seem like the reception has been pretty good yeah i think uh, it's been a uh, so far pretty successful and i guess i want to ask where the idea came from because clearly this like seems like a solution to try and balance heroes that are on the weaker side without changing their hero power too much so what is like the initial idea i guess behind armor in battlegrounds yeah so i oh, gosh i armor in battlegrounds is actually something that i think we've been considering now for I want to say over a year. I, oh, wow. I have the memory of a goldfish cracker, but I'm pretty sure um, Dean Ayala, uh, XR, um, had at some point thought of a variable variable health system, I think was what we were calling it internally. Um, and that was just, you know, the, the worse heroes start with more health, the better heroes start with less health, essentially. Um, and the armor system is just sort of a... a different way to package that essentially that I think is arguably a, a little bit easier visually to understand. 
Um, but essentially it's, you know, taking the different heroes and, you know, sorting them into different buckets where they can be assigned different army values in different games. Um, and, and the goal behind it was just to encourage players to play characters that maybe they wouldn't normally pick. Um, characters like Chenvala, which, you know, with an extra six or seven armor can actually be super powerful. Um, or Mr. Bigglesworth or Zephyrus or, you know, not necessarily the super um, bottom tier heroes, but, you know, at times, even with some armor, they can be really, really successful. Uh, but I think it's been really wonderful for sort of those middle of the road heroes where, you know, if you if you saw in your in your uh, hero selection, you know, you saw Jandis or Silas, like you might still pick Jandis, but maybe you'd give Silas a second look or maybe you'd give um, Chenvala a second look. And I, I think that's that's really cool. You know, we have all these awesome heroes in Battlegrounds and we uh, keep making more and and um it would just be really great if everybody played them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, when I see a hero with an armor, it's really hard to not get tempted and, and take it. I've played AFK too many times recently. Um, How's that working out for you? <laughs> well, it's been interesting. I'll say that much. It's been ups and downs. Um, okay, okay. That's yeah. cool. I, I did I did pick her at one point. Um, didn't go terribly well. That's only because we don't days. have Avenge heroes at Tier 3. If yeah. the Haitian Doomsayer was still there, oh. Maybe revert the uh, the nerf to AFK so she she can get four jobs again. <laughs> Three and Let's four. see how that works out. <laughs> oh god, that would be so spicy. That, that, yeah, she probably doesn't need the armor anymore then. Uh, but yeah, I guess I want to ask: Is there like any things you already noticed about armor? Like any changes that might happen, like heroes moving or the system changing, or are you still just sitting back and seeing how things evolve? Uh unfortunately, so. What, hero armor went in a couple weeks ago now um we went on vacation last we were on vacation this week we would normally be playtesting today but we're on vacation and i uh, was off the previous friday so i don't have a ton okay. of experience internally communicating with uh the battlegrounds devs as far as armor goes but i do think we're pretty happy with the system i think um it's been pretty successful in one just you know getting players to think about heroes a little bit differently getting them to to see them in a different light and, and and encouraging some play of heroes that wouldn't normally see play um which is awesome i think it's it's providing more variety in games which hopefully players are really enjoying um i think in general we're we're very happy with it um it's something that if you know if for some reason players don't like it we would you know be totally fine with removing it and going back to the way it was but if players like it it's something that we're happy to continue building on and you know continue um continuously updating with new heroes and it i i could easily see it just being um the new status quo essentially just the new way that that the game is okay sweet next to the uh the damage cap i think it's a great addition um, yeah damage cap was a was an interesting one too um, that's one that we talked about for a long time internally and we tested like a bunch of different ways to present it but ultimately this was the one that we felt was most reasonable and I, th I think this one's a little bit more contested than the armor um but i do also think it's been pretty good for quality of life mm -hmm. yeah for sure uh now i want to go i guess into some like community questions so i asked on yeah. the the egypt community tab and on twitter if anyone i, I didn't say that i was literally going to interview you so i kept it kind of vague uh, i just said if you could ask any question about battlegrounds that you don't know yet what would you ask and these are some of the things. Uh, the first one that I saw a lot, actually, 
is about if the team ever like considered a skip combat button or something like that because there are still people reconnecting to like skip combat phase uh, or to do mm -hmm. APM pirates and is there or not even uh, skip combat but just is there anything that you've thought you, you guys have thought of or considered trying to fix this yeah we've discussed this uh internally a couple different times um i think the general consensus among us at least is when you're playing a standard game of hearthstone it's hard enough for one person to press the end turn button i think getting a unanimous consensus in a lobby for seven people to press the end turn button or the skip combat button or the any button honestly um, outside of tournament play would be really difficult. Um, I think the amount of times you end up with like, you know, five people having pressed the button and the two people who have just, you know, stepped away to go get a drink of water or to go to the bathroom or something, it's it's probably going to be more often than not. Um, mm -hmm. So that's, that's sort of our reasoning there is, does it seem like um, it would improve quality of life on paper? Maybe? Um, if everybody was on the same page, but in practice, probably not. Um, I guess it could also so be an individual yeah. thing, right? Like just to skip combat animation. So I guess you can just not watch the fights, like compute, gotcha, gotcha. Fight, that's yeah, I, I think that's something that we are, I guess I won't speak for everybody cause I don't, I don't actually know the question, but I would assume we are a opposed to um i think and, and again this is coming from a dev perspective i do play the game a lot um but i'm trying to think about this as objectively from a developer perspective as i can mm -hmm. um battlegrounds is composed of the two phases right the recruit and the combat and if you essentially can skip every combat phase it doesn't feel i don't know doesn't feel super true to the experience maybe that's a bad way to put it um yeah, it makes sense. I, I think it takes yeah, like something I, essential out of the game. Yeah, it's taken away like fifty percent of the game experience, and I, I think that um, a better way to go about it would be how do we limit um, in-game uh, like visual effects or um, things of that nature so that combat doesn't take longer than it has to, or how do we compensate during the recruit phase so that if you do have a long combat that um, you're not shorted of your ability to buy 100,000 pirates in one turn, mm -hmm. essentially. Um, and I do think that there are ways that we can improve those experiences. I don't think skipping combat is the way to do it. I think um, it's arguably the most exciting part of the game, like getting to watch yourself cheese your opponent is, or like just absolutely dumpster them because your board is super strong. Like I think that, at least for me, is very fun um, and very rewarding, and I get... You know, I, I get all the, the adrenaline and the, and the excitement from those situations. Um, but yeah, I do think that from a development side that there are um, things that we can we can work on outside of that. And I animation times in Hearthstone, I don't have a bunch of um, information about. I don't have a frame of reference for that, unfortunately, as to why things are the way they are. Um, but I do know from a designer perspective, we don't make cards that are too trigger heavy in battlegrounds especially in combat for specifically those reasons um cards like scallywag are sort of yeah. an outlier um that obviously can can you know make combats go quite long but the, the general rule of thumb at least is uh don't make combat longer than it has to be okay 
right. And then uh, the next one, I guess, was uh, we see a lot of new heroes being added recently. It's been, you know, great seeing so many new heroes. Uh, Tamsin, I think the most recent one. Uh, and I guess uh, the question is, like, what are the plans in the future for the heroes? Like, are we, because we have the armor system now for heroes, but are you still planning to nerf some of the, the stronger heroes or buff the weaker heroes, even though they got armor? Are there going to be heroes removed because the pool is getting larger and larger? Or is the goal yeah. to just keep adding as many heroes as possible to always have, like, a more diverse lobby? Like, what is happening going forward for uh, the hero pool in Battlegrounds? Yeah, that's a great question. Um, I think... You know, from a player perspective, new heroes are fun, they're super exciting, and you want to play them um, because you want to see you know, how broken they can be. But when you have so many heroes in the pool, it's harder to find those heroes to play. Um, so then we do things like, you know, for the first week that they're out, they're always offered in the lobby to ensure that players have a chance to, to play with them. But then in any situation, if you're outside of that period of time, it can be really difficult to get to play the hero that you like best. Like if your favorite hero is, you know, I'll just use Chenvala for an example again. Um, you might get to play her, what, one in 10 games? That's not very frequent because um, we've got dozens and dozens and dozens of heroes in, in uh, Battlegrounds right now. Um, but at the same time, we also really like making new heroes because it's really fun to make new designs and we have so many awesome characters to work with. So we don't have any plans to make less heroes. Um, I think at some point we are going to have to address, you know, how many heroes the game has, how many minion types the game has. Um, when do we sort of hit that, uh, that point, right? We're sort of in the exponential growth phase and at some point you're going to start dropping off and then you're going to have to figure out, okay, does that mean we do rotations? Does that mean we do, um, you know, periods of time where these heroes are out of the pool, these heroes are in, or periods of time where this minion type is out of the pool, so these minion types are the only ones available. Um, and sort of up until now, we've been able to answer that issue with um, rotating minion types in different game lobbies. That has helped quite a bit. Um, but yeah, you know, what happens when we add one, two, three, however many more minion types and 30 new heroes to the game, you know, two years from now or whatever it is? Um, I think that's a question that I don't have an answer to right now. And I'm very uh, thankful that I'm not the one that needs to come up with the answer to that problem. Cause it, it definitely will be uh, a problem that we need to answer at some point. Um, mm -hmm. You can't just grow exponentially. I know I, like I said, I, I haven't played other auto battlers really other than um, storybook brawl. Um, but I know TFT does like set rotations, right? Oh yeah. I saw you hit a high rank as storybook brawl. <laughs> brawl uh, Thanks. I still play Battlegrounds, don't worry. Uh, okay. My boss doesn't need to be... They don't need to be uh, afraid for me. Um, yeah, yeah I, think, I know they know, do, like, full set rotations in, yeah. like, TFT, where they just basically wipe everything and do completely new. Like, is that the answer, or can we do something that's more measured? I don't know. Mm -hmm. That's a good question. Yeah, that was what I was about to say in TFT, do, like, full set rotations. I don't know exactly. Like, I, I would have to test how, how all of that stuff works. I have no clue what the best solution is. Obviously, I'm not a designer. All we can do is, like, speculate. Uh, and the next question was, like, uh, how, like, what is going to happen to tribes? And I guess it kind of falls into the same line as heroes that you talked a bit about it. That I guess it, it, we'll just see what the future holds for now. Yeah, I think the, um, the minion refresh that we did recently was a... Uh, maybe somewhat our version of a of a 
not really a set rotation like TFT or like a new set. But, a rework, uh, kind of? It's sort of? Yeah, sort of like a rework. Sort of like um, making the game fresh and fun and new and injecting new content while not um, inflating the amount of content that we have, really. Um, you know, and, and we often try to, you know, if we introduce new minions to a minion type, we take out some minions from that minion type so we're not bloating things too much. Um because then it can be more difficult to, to hit triples at certain times, and, and that just you know, changes the entire pace of the game, which isn't something that we um, necessarily want to do. Uh, yeah, it's it's a good question. It's something that we've talked about. It's something that I've thought a lot about. Um, and I think in the last year and a half or so, the answer has been don't make a minion type for every expansion release. Um, you know, do something different so we can not have to, um, you know, make those decisions at this time. But you know, we, we want to make more minion types um, and we want to do, you know, other, th- you know, we want to do lots of heroes. We have some really sick heroes actually coming for um, oh, that Fracture okay. and Alterac Valley launch. Now you're getting me excited. Um, I'm not going to talk about them, but like, we've got a couple that are really fun. Um, yeah, a lot of people have been hyped about tokens as like, well. We've got one that I would say is like pretty objectively powerful and then one that's just really, really fun. Um and yeah, we just we want to keep making keep making more of those. So okay, sweet. that's something we'll work on. And uh, and then okay, this is a question that I, I guess I talk every podcast about like esports and tournaments, which they they don't exist really for battlegrounds right now. But I'm very passionate about it. And someone asked a question, so I had a good excuse to put it in. <laughs> but have you guys been thinking about tournaments or like a competitive scene at all for battlegrounds? Has it been on the radar, or is that something that you know you can't really discuss yet or have no info on? Uh, so do you follow Abar on Twitter by any chance? Probably. I follow so many hearts and devs. Okay. Yeah. So Abar, um, was a competitive Hearthstone player for a while, and then he worked on, um, Hearthstone production, and now he's actually, uh, working on Hearthstone Esports. Um, I don't remember what the exact tweet said, but I think he said something, or no, it might've been Eric Elliott, who's one of our community, uh, team members, who said something along the lines of, we really like battlegrounds. Battlegrounds tournaments sure would be fun. And then oh, Avar yeah, said, "Yeah, that. battlegrounds tournaments sure would be fun." And then I was like, "I enjoyed this tournament, and I think battlegrounds tournaments sure would be fun." Yeah, and that that's could all be I very stoked. That that entire Twitter thread hmm, got me all all uh, excited. Yeah. So it's not my place to to comment any more than is already okay. out there. But I I know actually Avar said I think that um the plans for the next competitive year was coming at Worlds, which I want to say is second or third week of December uh i'll have to double check on that um but soon we should we should uh have more information about okay. that soon but yeah Another like just personally i love battlegrounds tournaments i think they're so much fun i think there's an obvious audience for battlegrounds tournaments like a a massive invested yep. audience for battlegrounds tournaments which is like duh you want to from a business perspective obviously you want to capitalize on that but also from like you know i've got caster brain still like I want to see those events because those events would just be freaking sick. And like from Dev Brain, yeah, we're making all these awesome cards and all these awesome minion types and these great patches for battlegrounds, and we want players Every to get brain. to play with them. And Every we want to get the it, yeah. yeah. I want selfishly, I want to see the best of the best players going up against each other. So uh, I hope we do something, um, and I guess we'll find out sooner rather than later. Okay, sweet. Um, and then I guess last but not least, or. You know, I might have something else to ask. 
uh, is Battlegrounds has like one mode right now, which is the ranked mode. And I've seen people, I think even um, Ixar, I'm not sure, talk about like maybe a Tavern Brawl for Battlegrounds or an unranked mode or different things. Because Standard has Wild, Classic. Uh, has that ever been something that has also been discussed inside or is that just like a random idea thrown out there? I have, <laughs> I'm sure it's not just me. Uh, I've pitched the Shifter Zeris Battlegrounds Tavern Brawl like oh, God. several times. It, it is, oh, or like the, the um the master and win uh battlegrounds tavern brawl or the the sir mm -hmm. finley battlegrounds tavern brawl or what it, like it, i think it would be so much fun um full transparency we've been working on a lot of different things over the last couple of years obviously with um duels and battlegrounds and mercenaries and it's it's been a lot um of content for us to crank mm -hmm. out um so it just hasn't been something that we've uh, really been able to give a lot of attention to um but you know in the coming years if we have more time to be able to dedicate to things like tavern brawl um i think it would be so much fun i do think that it is important to i guess keep in mind that um you know tavern brawl consistently has been uh catering to standard hearthstone or, or standard and wild hearthstone just standard hearthstone gameplay um and there are a lot of players who really enjoy getting their pack every week who don't play battlegrounds um and uh, hard for me to imagine i'm sure hard for a lot of the battlegrounds players to imagine but uh, yeah there are a lot of players who just don't want to play battlegrounds so i i don't know if it's i mean it, it's very likely that we could say you know for a week we can sacrifice it and maybe we compensate in another way um but even when we've done things like um heroic uh tavern brawl or or, or brawlicium um, in place of Tavern Brawl for a week. We've had some responses to that that players, you know, don't don't want to have to play that. They just want to be able to play their regular Tavern Brawl. So it's it's possible we would have to do some systems work to figure out where where do we put this? Does that mean we expand upon Battlegrounds as it is right now to have, like, different modes of Battlegrounds? I, I honestly, I don't know. Um, and this isn't something that I have any experience working on. Um, but I do think it would be really fun. And at the very least, like, I don't know if we do end up doing battlegrounds tournaments, if we could do like, we've done silly hearthstone tournaments. I would just love to see silly battlegrounds events. I think they'd be so much fun. Yep. I agree. And the, the Zerus uh, idea that you had, it just takes me back again to AFK, picking the double Zerus and just praying. Oh my gosh. <laughs> the high rolls are just, oh, so yeah. silly, but uh, they can be so much fun. Mm -hmm. Those are like uh, I think the most asked community questions. Uh, and one thing I also want to ask is if there are like any common misconceptions that people have about horse and deaths. And the reason why I threw this in there is I guess there's a lot of people that just uh, I guess myself as well some time ago think that you guys do one thing, but in reality it's it's something completely else, or we don't know what is in your control. So basically, is there stuff that you just see floating around around that is completely wrong? which people think of the, um, the dev team it's rare that i see something that's completely wrong i think there's some maybe some misconceptions or it's it's not even so much like misconceptions i think it's just um they're just not exposed to we just don't talk about it a whole lot mm -hmm. um which you know there's there's different reasons for that i think for me personally the thought that like we don't want to communicate or we don't want to engage with the community is like really, 
kind of annoying at times because I, I spend a lot of my personal time engaging with the community and, and updating the community and trying to communicate with the community. And, and, you know, there's a lot of things that I just don't have answers to, which makes it difficult at times to, to be as communicative, um, which is why I'm so, so excited that we have um, Alkali Lake as, as one of our new community managers, um, because she's going to have access to all the information. And um, she's so, so wonderful with the community. So I'm so excited for her to, to be in that position to succeed and to be able to, to sort of be that voice um, for the team to the community. Mm -hmm. Um, but yeah, I think, uh, a lot of devs, well, not a lot of devs. It's, it's hard for me to speak about anybody, but myself, yeah, for uh, sure. you know what? I have a brother who is a dev and works on the initial design team and he's related to me. So I'm allowed to use him as an example. Um, he's just not, he's just not very into social media. You know, he has a Twitter, he doesn't use it. Um, I don't honestly even know if he has a Facebook page, not that anybody under Facebook? the age of like 55 uses Facebook anymore anyway. Um, that's a joke, but okay. <laughs> I don't want to offend anybody. I was like, wait, people listeners. still use that? Huh? I, I, I don't personally much. Um, but yeah, there, there, there's just some of us who don't, who don't engage much on, on social media, who don't go on Reddit like me because I'm crazy. Um, oh, Reddit, yeah, stay away from yeah, that place. Yeah, it's, and, and I think I personally have tried to build up a thick skin from my time in casting and hosting that, you know, I've, I've seen the worst of the worst feedback and I know how it can be and it doesn't bother me as much anymore, but, um, there are just some people who choose not to engage with it. And I think that's totally reasonable, but I also want to say, um, I do think it is a very minimal, uh, you know, amount of the community that, that, that negativity does come from. I think okay, you have to, I think, I think you have to take the good with the bad at sometimes, but it's, it's overwhelmingly more good than bad. Um, which is why I do try to engage, but yeah, it's, it's not that they don't care. It's not that they don't want to, um, in some cases they just aren't comfortable or don't have the information. Um, yeah, I think it's very easy to assume sort of the worst, especially when there, there is very little communication. Like it's easy to get frustrated if, you know, for instance, there's a bunch of, there's a bunch of very, very talented battlegrounds players right now that are not happy that Diablo's in the game. And like, I get it. I do. Um, and from my perspective, I'm like, well, what do they want? We're on Thanksgiving break this week. Like, like we're not working. Of course he's still in the game. But like, mm -hmm. I think it's important, at least for me, to take a step back and be like, just because we're on break doesn't mean they stop playing. Doesn't mean their expectations change. Doesn't mean their gameplay experiences don't matter. Um, and I find myself having to like step back from my position where I think it's very easy to be reactive um, to large amounts of feedback um, and, and to try to, to put myself in their shoes and to understand. So, yeah, I, I guess that, that, that is one thing that, that comes up quite a bit that I hear a lot of feedback on is yeah. just the devs don't care, the devs don't listen. Exactly. Or, that, you know, that's not like that. something I see too much. I, I just, it just doesn't make sense. Like when people say, it seems like they don't care about balancing, like their, their job is to literally balance the game and they want to have a fun experience. Of course they care. There's probably other things at play that, you know, everybody who's like the final design team are bad. I get so salty when they say <laughs> that. Cause like literally our final design team are all Hearthstone grandmasters. They are all so good at the game and it makes me so mad. I'm actually working on final design right now. Full disclosure. Um, the expansion that I'm leading for, <laughs> no, that's my <laughs> problem. Um, the expansion yes. that I'm leading, I worked on an initial design and, and I followed over to final design where I'm working on it now. And I have to play test with 
uh, friggin' Chalky, Boar Control, and Galen every day. And, oh, you know, fun. it's not fair. It is not fair. Um, but yeah, I think there's some feedback that, like, players are often upset when they're when they're saying those things. But, like, those guys are so good at playing Hearthstone. <laughs> it is so silly how good they are at playing Hearthstone. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. And I, I, we, honestly, I could be here for hours talking about misconceptions. But... I think that's the big one. That's the one that gets to be sometimes okay. um, just because we all do care so much and, and we just want it to be the best game that it can be all of our game modes, because selfishly we play the game like hours and hours and hours every day outside of work. Um, so obviously we want to enjoy it too. Mm-hmm. Okay. That was everything I've written down. Uh, I don't know if you have any like other things that come in mind, the questions that people might have or something you just want to mention. Uh, ben, can I ask you a question? Oh, oh, you're flipping it. Okay, sure. <laughs> I ask this question to people. Um, I've been in, in. I've been a part of a part of the hiring process for people um, a couple times over the last couple of years, and I started asking this question to the battlegrounds um, uh, candidates. Okay, so if you were trapped on a deserted island and you could bring one battlegrounds hero with you, who would you? Oh pick? my god. Um. You should have asked me this beforehand. I need time to consider all the options. <laughs> no, it's off the um, cuff. Mm. You know, can I choose the Battleground skin that they have? Because I mean... Yeah, sure. <laughs> both both Maev and, and uh, AFK are sunbathing. I mean, they fit right onto an island. Um, <laughs> <laughs> You're going to enjoy your time on that island, but Or, pa- dude, what about... Pa- Wait, what? What actually, What is Patches, actually? Is he like... Uh, he's a... He seems like a squid. Is he not? Like a demony? Is like he a, a de- watcher? I'm not positive. Because I just, I would just love oh, him for the like fact that he idiot. likes pirates. <laughs> yeah, I, I would have to think of all the heroes because there's so many heroes that you know. Maybe. Can, wait, can I just take Bob? Just Bob sure. for good drinks. Okay, that's my oh, final yeah. answer. Okay, yeah, yeah. He'll crack into a coconut with you. Yep. That'd be pretty. As great. long as he doesn't like screw our RNG of getting on the islands. Still define. I think that's a great answer. I think Bob, you, you would have a great buddy there. And, uh, um, what is I always think answer? it's so interesting. I always think it's so interesting how people answer because there's a lot of people who I'll ask it to, and immediately they just say, well, "I'll just bring a dragon so we can fly off the island." Oh, and I'm like, no. "Yeah, that's <laughs> such a straightforward way." It's either people who are like, "I want to get off this island immediately." They're like, I'm going to bring Hook Tusk. I'm going to bring a dragon. Get me out of here. And I think that's a totally valid answer. But I do think it's really interesting when people are like, I want to embrace the island and I yeah, want to just, just have stay the there. best time on the island that I can just have. Just chill. <laughs> like, yeah, I think those answers are really fun. Um, I don't know. I always thought Guff would be fun to be on an island. He's like, you know, nature Guff. Um, I bet he would be able to like build a house and, and make friends with all the animals and you'd have a really fun time. So you're also staying on the island. You're also not getting off. Look, I live in Chicago. It's like 20 degrees outside right now. If I could be on an island, Ben, I would love to be on. An island. <laughs> <laughs> okay, it's fair. Cool. Uh, 20 degrees I would like Fahrenheit. Right? The four months of snow that I've got coming. Okay. Okay. Sure. Uh, yeah, I guess that's about it. Thank you so much. This is, by the way, your free day, right? So thank you so much for taking <laughs> your time off of your free day to talk about all of this. Uh, it's, it's. I've asked you, or this has been very long in the making, so I'm very happy we finally got to do it and that all these these questions got answered. I think a lot of yeah, people will, no, uh, will I, enjoy it. I appreciate you having me on. It's always uh, always fun getting to come on for a podcast every once in a while. And I, I don't know that I've actually done a Battlegrounds-focused one before, so... 
this will be super cool here you go (laughs) thanks again and uh to everyone listening hope you enjoyed it and take care have a good one